Welcome to the Twiniversity Podcast, a show created exclusively for parents of twins. I'm your host, Natalie Diaz. I am a mom of twins. I am also the Twiniversity founder, and I am the best-selling author of the book, What to Do When You're Having Two. Our goal at Twiniversity is to make sure that you always feel connected, we laugh at the little things, and we really do get to teach you a few tricks along the way. And that is what we hope this podcast is about to do. So welcome to Twiniversity. Hey gang, it is Natalie Diaz with Twiniversity. Welcome to another episode of our Twiniversity podcast. I can't even say my own name. Um, we have something, like today we are talking to Casey Bailey. Now everybody, I hope you're sitting down when I tell you this news because this is some big news. So Casey Bailey, I would say, first of all, she lives in Austin, which is a place that I've never visited and always wanted to go. So right there, I'm excited to talk to her. Then, of course, she's a twin mom. She has boys that are nearly two years old, so we could go on for days about that. She's a freelance writer. Hello. I love me some good writers. She is perfecting her chocolate chip cookie recipe, which I don't know, you had me a chocolate. The chip and cookie was totally unnecessary to engage me in this conversation. But now let's add in that she's expecting her second set of twins in February of 2019. Guys, this is a lot that we have to talk about today, so I can't spend time jibber-jabbering to you about the world and the uh, planet Earth that I just watched last night about these two twin bear cubs that were born and they were searching for a salmon. So let's get to it. Casey, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to chat. Oh my God. I'm trying to keep a very calm persona <laughs> because I'm wondering when you found out that you were expecting again and then you found out that it was two, were you as calm as I am right now? Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. The first time was a shock, of course, as it would be for anyone. The second time, I guess I should have expected maybe there would be a chance, but it was still a hundred percent of a shock the second time around and more of an out of body experience. Oh, an out of body experience is definitely a good way to put it. I could imagine that. Were you alone when you found this out? I was alone. And because I was, I thought I'm going to drag this out and uh, wait to tell my husband until the last possible moment, because he's going to be just about as floored as I was. Okay. So wait, what does that mean? Does that mean that day you were going to drag it out or you were going to drag it out and not tell him until he came with you to a sonogram? Well, the truth about me is I'm not a very good secret keeper. So it lasted only a few hours before I told him, <laughs> but I, I drug it out as much as I could between those few hours. So I made it home. He was on a work conference call and I waited until the best possible moment that he was discussing with his coworkers that I could, that I could drop that in and show him the ultrasound picture. Oh my God. So initially I'm guessing he thought you were joking. Yes, Absolutely. And even when he saw the ultrasound, did he still not believe you and say you pulled up the old ultrasound pictures? Yeah. Oh, he didn't believe me. And I had to, I had to keep pushing and pushing. And then immediately he was like, well, uh, I guess we're, uh, we're poor now. And it was immediately into the finances. <laughs> and so 
it was it was a, a fun experience for me. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting that the guys immediately like we might think about a lot of logistics. The guys immediately their mind goes to finance and they're like, we're yes. going to be eating cat food for a very long time now. I hope yes. the kids love wearing uh, fourth hand clothes. It's not even second. Uh-huh. We can't even afford second hand clothes. But right. now, you know, it's it's fascinating. I'm so excited about talking to you today because I would have to imagine that preparing for this set is very different than preparing for your last set. So now let's not talk about now. Let's rewind the clock a little bit. And let's mm-hmm. talk about that first time that you saw two heartbeats for the first time. And then you were like, okay, here's my plan of action. Like, what are the things that you did to prepare? Like, how did you begin your entry into the twin parenting universe? Right. I kind of just crashed into it, I think. Um, so my husband and I were living uh, in Utah. He was still going to school. So uh, he was, you know, taking exams and going to classes. And so this was just, you know, kind of earth shattering for us. Okay, we're we're not just having one baby that we have to prepare for. We're having two. And so I'm a I'm a planner. I'm a preparer. So my mind immediately went to, okay, so we need double of everything. Um, We need to start saving for this, saving for that. Um, So I was kind of in that mode. I started scouring all the the Facebook groups for used things and, uh, you know, started gearing up with all that, that baby stuff. Um, and so that's kind of how I, how I jumped into that. Just, okay, I'm taking this on and I'm going to start, uh, planning and preparing as best I can. And I'm, I'm sure most people know with twins, it's not always easy to plan or prepare things go unexpectedly. And, um, so I figured that out along the way. And how early or late were the little dudes born on the first time around? They were born six weeks early, so we spent about five weeks in the NICU, um, and I'm sure, you know, a lot of twin moms who have had that experience, twin parents, know that um, that's kind of a a huge learning curve on its Mm -hmm. own besides the twin pregnancy, so. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I'm right that the six weeks too early, so I'm right, I'm your six-week sister from a little bit earlier. My kids are just a smidgen older than yours at 14, so it's (laughs) it's just a little bit different. But yeah, I mean, it it really is. It's it's definitely a crash course. Now, would you have considered yourself like a fairly type A person before the pregnancy, before your first pregnancy? Oh, absolutely. You always were. Okay, so that's kind of good. I always say that that's the only time that being a type A person plays in your favor is when you're having twins. You're like, okay, I got this. And you could take control (laughs) over the things that you can. So now, obviously, how has the road been? Well, I shouldn't say obviously. How has the road been so far with the dudes? It's been great. You know, um, having seen them come from, you know, being not even three pounds to where they are now has been amazing to watch and a miracle. Um, but they are doing great now and active as ever. Um, but the journey was hard to be honest. You know, I, I, I was that kind of personality that was like, I can, I can control every aspect of this if I want to. And I learned very quickly that I couldn't, you know, um, starting with the pregnancy, there was, you know, preeclampsia worries and things like that and extra Mm -hmm. monitoring. And so I couldn't control every aspect of it like I wanted to. And that continued on after with difficulties, breastfeeding and things like that. Um, I had to learn to kind of be flexible, to be adaptable, to realize that I couldn't control every aspect of it. Um, So, but that has helped me a lot as I've prepared for a second twin pregnancy. You know, I can't always, um, you know, control everything, but I can learn to be flexible and just do the best I can and things work out. Now, I'm hoping that you saved literally everything from (laughs) when the boys were little. Did you really? You saved everything? So mostly everything. You know, I guess, like I said, I should have expected a second set. The one thing I did 
I had double of a, a rock and play and a baby carrier. And I had a friend who was pregnant. I thought, you know what? There's, there's no chance I'm going to need this second set again. So why don't you just take it? And now I'm having to rebuy those things. So oh my goodness. <laughs> I kept, but those things were like our, our most used items and someone else has them now. So oh <laughs> next my time goodness. I'll remember that. <laughs> oh my goodness. So that was all that you gave away was the rock and plan yes. and one carrier. That's, that's crazy town. Um, <laughs> okay. So now we find out, oh, wait a second. Why were the dudes early? What was the reason? So it was kind of a combination of things. It was the preeclampsia, okay. um, so really high blood pressure that they couldn't control. Um, but then they, uh, I went in for just a routine ultrasound, and they noticed that one of the babies wasn't quite growing as well. Okay. So those combination of things kind of warranted a, an emergency C-section. Are they fraternal, dudes? They are fraternal, okay. yes. I'm going to assume that your next set is not identical. Nope, they're fraternal, boy and a girl. Yeah, I know. I was seeing that. I was like, oh, God, they're still going to ask you. It doesn't mean it really matter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so now what has been different about this pregnancy? Now not only are you kind of, you know, accustomed to a lot of the pregnancy terminology and a lot of the differences between a multiple birth pregnancy and a singleton, which I'm sorry you never got to experience a singleton pregnancy because now you really have nothing to compare, <laughs> right. compare to. But as, like, are you calmer? In this pregnancy, and I apologize for my voice, by the way, and to you for the rest of the universe, of course <laughs> it's going again, but are you calmer during this pregnancy because you're, okay, you're like, okay, I saw this before? Right. You know, I think a little bit, yes. Um, I was expecting it to kind of be the same way, you know, kind of having these complications early on, and mm -hmm. um, but this pregnancy has gone quite different than the first, uh, so I think... Um, I have been calmer. I've had less, you know, morning sickness from early on and, wow. um, you know, less complications. And so, uh, it definitely has been, has been easier. I think people did tell me though, oh, well, you already have a second or you already have a set of twins. So you got the ropes, you got the hang of it. And I don't think that's necessarily true, but, um, I do think it has been calmer this time around because I have a little bit more knowledge. Like you said, the terminology, mm -hmm. it's, it's a different world. And I think, you know, I have a little bit more insight into that now. Now, I have a question. I know that one of the biggest problems with twin parenting in general, and I'm, I'm going to speak for myself as well as a lot of people, is that we don't really get to enjoy our pregnancies because we're so on high alert that yes. we don't get to. What has been your favorite aspect to this pregnancy now that you could kind of stop and smell the roses a little bit without the morning sickness especially? Right, right. That's a, gr that's a great question. Um, because I think you're right. I think the first time around, I didn't, um, I didn't get to really enjoy it. I was so worried about, you know, them coming early and, yeah. and all these things, like I said, I couldn't control, but, um, so I think this time around, I've just been able to really, uh, focus on, you know, the kind of bond that they're going to share because of my experience with, with my boys and what I've seen, um, over these two years. Mm -hmm. So, kind of thinking about what that relationship is going to look like. And my husband and I joke all the time about, hey, our, our kids could all be on the same basketball team at their yeah. high school, or they could make up half the team, you know, just kind of thinking about these fun things that they're going to have um, growing up together and uh, having these, these bonds that, you know, it's our family structure is so different than everyone else's that we know. And so thinking about that has really made the pregnancy fun and um, enjoyable. Oh, my goodness. I just thought about like weird logistics of your vehicle. Oh, yes. Oh, my nerves. So what? Are, what's happening there? Like, do you have like one of the Duggar minibuses yet? 
I think we need one of those. We were, uh, we drive a, a Toyota Corolla. And so the boys fit perfectly in there until, mm-hmm. you know, back a few months ago, we realized, okay, well, we're looking into a second car and now we have a second car. And even, even then, you know, it's going to be a challenge to fit four car seats in there. <laughs> four under three is going to be, uh, so wait, are they almost two? Or don't even tell me you're going to have four under two. Don't even there's, tell me this, Casey. So there's a pretty good chance we'll have four under two uh, for a little while. We have, so the boy's birthday is right before Valentine's Day on the 13th. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm scheduled for a C-section on the 6th, a week before. So for a week, we could have four under two, which I'm trying not to think too much about. <laughs> well, that's okay, because I'm thinking about it enough for you. <laughs> but for those of you, I mean, Casey could see me, but I am I was literally just covering my eyes, and now I'm holding my face because the, the, I, 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 I don't even know. Um, Casey, would you please let me uh, buy you the rock and play and the carrier? Could we send those to you as a gift from Twiniversity? Oh, my goodness. Could we? You do is not that need okay? to do that. No, Casey, I have to do something. It's from my own sanity. This has literally nothing to do with you. I am going crazy <laughs> in my own head thinking about what you're going to go through. And that's oh, like, let me tell you something. I got you covered there. That's the, oh, oh my I gosh. That. Yeah, that so you're going to get whatever carrier I give you, though, but it's going to be a good oh. one. I actually have, I have a carrier upstairs right now that I had as a demo. So I'm going to send you a Britain. It's never been used by a baby, but I'm going to send that to you because truthfully, um, for all of those of you that are listening, that are also shielding your eyes from this story, (laughs) it's a lot. It's a lot, a lot. So now what, okay, now we're going to have, we're going to have four under two. I'm going to tell you, it's probably going to happen. It may, it's, it's, I feel like it's more that it's going to happen than not going to happen. Right, right. So we have a lot of diapers. We need a lot of gear. What is the difference? difference of uh this preparation than the last one like what are you not gonna have you're like oh my god we bought this it was so dumb what are those things that you're gonna just skip this time around right that's interesting because I feel like you know a lot of moms have that discussion where we just we're so anxious to get all this gear and then you realize oh your kid hates it Mm -hmm. or you never use it and you know so I think this time around um you know, we're kind of just using what we have a lot. I think the girl's going to get very comfortable wearing old boy clothes, which Mm -hmm. will be fine for a while. Um, But I think mostly we're just focusing on diapers. You know, I I keep having this image in my head of a mountain of diapers, you know, two-year-old diapers and newborn diapers. And so I think that's what we're focusing on right now. But in terms of things that, you know, I'm I'm probably not going to get this time around. um, Let's see bottles maybe I have a mountain of bottles from the last time around and um so I think that's kind of my approach this time is let's let's not uh worry so much about getting gear in preparation but let's let the babies come see what see what it's like see what they need and go from there that's very relaxing that's a very like how what a liberating concept right like oh my god I don't have to do all this prep you have a lot of the stuff you, mm-hmm. but you basically know that, God forbid, they could live in, like, a laundry basket, you yes, know? So, like, exactly. you know that now. <laughs> so, it's, it's you're getting that benefit of the second time around. But I, I do love that you are having twins again. I, I don't know how your husband feels about it. But I always <laughs> feel like if somebody should have a set of twins, it really should be somebody who knows the ropes because you can enjoy it yeah. much differently. Now, when Absolutely. you had them the first time around in the hospital, was it a giant celebration? Was everybody there? And then how? were we what did we do the first time and how are we going to have delivery day be different this time right um so like I said I wasn't really expecting the boys to come so early 
Um, I know that's uh, typical, obviously, with a lot of twin pregnancies, but it was kind of like a one hour to the next kind of thing. I just went in for my ultrasound expecting to be pregnant for four more weeks. Mm -hmm. And they said, you know, you're going to have them by two hours from now. Um, so it was very sudden. Um, I actually had a sister-in-law who was, um, about to have a baby. And so my mom was there helping with her. And I said, sorry, you're going to have to leave and come to the hospital because these babies are coming and I need your help. So bless my sister-in-law. She sacrificed my mom's help and she came out. Um, and it was a pretty traumatic delivery for me. Um, I, my husband and I had watched a birth video, mm-hmm. um, you know, those kind of prep classes before. Uh, and I can't say that that really prepared me for what a C-section was going to be like, how traumatic yeah. that was going to be, how painful, um, and how hard it was going to be to, um, have my husband leave with the babies and be all by myself. Yeah. Um, and not have that like immediate bonding experience. Like I had always just assumed. Yeah birth and delivery was going to be like. Oh, Casey, I'm so sorry. We actually talk a lot about this in Twiniversity class, and we always talk about having a plan and making these discussions beforehand for this very reason. So many Mm -hmm. people are, they have no plan. And I think when you get, you know, if you were having a singleton, we're going to create the mother of all birth plans and here's what we're going to do. (laughs) And this is what the plan is. But then with a twin birth, you're just like, just get, make me healthy. Just keep my baby safe. That's it. So we, we do. I probably talk for 30 minutes in a twin university class just about um how exactly we prepare you know parents and we I'm like please go home and your homework this week is to have a discussion I never want anybody to feel and say the things that you're saying I mean that's truthfully one of the pillars of twin university is to kind of have this redo like this do-over so you're getting a do-over you're getting a twin delivery day do-over so what's your strategy for this time around I think definitely um well, and I think it's so great that Twiniversity has that because I think moms, you know, their their birth experience could be a lot different if they mm-hmm. could just, you know, anticipate those things beforehand. And so um, I think for me, it's kind of, uh, first of all, having that understanding like, hey, this this is kind of what it might be like. And so having the support in place, um, you know, having family members there, um, having myself primed for, you know, possible hospital time for the babies, just kind of like getting in that right mental state, first of all, I think. Um, But also kind of just preparing myself with the support that I need um, for whatever happens. Absolutely. Now, when you come home, what's going to be the strategy of taking care of the boys on top of taking care of the babies? So another twin mom actually recommended this to me. And she just said, make sure that you have someone staying with you you know, every week or every two weeks, um, for as long as you need until you feel comfortable. Absolutely. Um, and so I kind of just thought, okay, well, my mom will come out for a week, you know, when the babies are born and that will be good. Um, and so this time around, I'm kind of going to make a plan. So, um, mom, you can come this time. And then my, my siblings who live here in Texas also, you can, you can plan to come out. And I think it's hard for us as moms to kind of like, you know, accept the help that we need and ask for the help that Mm -hmm. we need. But just making sure I have that set up that, hey, I have twin toddlers at home who need a lot of attention. So um, so enlisting the help of not only family members, but friends and kind of just verbalizing to to more than my spouse what I need. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think you'd need at least a six week plan. I would not consider anything less than six weeks, especially if you have a C-section again. Right. You have that whole six week recovery. How is your how is your 
guts held dealt with this whole thing right like how was the c-session scar from the first time around like do are you in any discomfort because you're growing um so much bigger than a typical singleton you know i'm not um i think my body has adjusted pretty well um to this second time around and i I know a lot of moms have the experience where they just get bigger a lot faster the second Mm -hmm. time around and i've i've definitely seen that um but you know i i have recovered pretty well from then and so it's been it's been good. Okay, good. So six weeks. I'm going to say you definitely you you can't. I, I I'm worried about you because it's got to be tough, especially because you can't pick up the boys for right, the six right. weeks, and that's really what you'd need help with is to yes. you know shoom kind of at your leg and that you can right. walk with one <laughs> on your leg at a time. But yeah, right. it's it's going to be it's going to be tough. So yeah, it's the logistics of the car. It's the logistics of the help. Like I keep thinking about yes. okay, do you have this ready? Because now I'm going into full twiniversity <laughs> educator mode, and I'm like okay, let's yes. do the checkoff point. Now my big question, and you don't have to answer this, but I'd like to talk about your boobs for a moment if that's cool so (laughs) what was how did breastfeeding go the first time around and what do you think you're going to do differently if at all right and I actually just I was noticing that Twiniversity has a new class on twin breastfeeding that I'm like eager to to jump into because I think I was so unprepared and uneducated about nursing the first time around Um, and I just thought like oh other moms pick this up super easy and so it's Mm going to be just fine um and, you know, kind of with the wrench in there thrown in with the NICU time, yeah. um, it was an, an, an extremely difficult obstacle. I um, I was recovering from this C-section the first night, just, you know, throwing up and just feeling horrible. And they they said, OK, well, you need to start pumping um, so that they can they can uh, have milk. And I thought, OK, well, um, I have a pump at home. I can do this when I recover. But no, it was you know, two hours after you got to get started. And, oh yeah. Um, so it was kind of just like thrown into this, um, to this world where I was so unprepared. And so, um, you know, trying to pump milk for them, um, both in the hospital. And when I went home, um, I would come into the NICU and attempt to, to nurse them in the NICU and they picked mm-hmm. it up. Okay. Um, but because they got bottles when they were there, it was a, an extremely hard transition when we got home. Yeah. Um, and I kind of, it was just kind of like a demoralizing experience that just ended up not working out. And so I think this time around, you know, whether I, I uh, continue with it or not, I think having more education about it is uh, really important just because it is such a big, big Uh, learning curve. It is for one, you know, a mom of a singleton, but especially for twin moms. Oh no, let me tell you something, girl, you've got the hookup in that class too. Like literally you'll be watching that class tonight as our guest. So (laughs) have no fear. And the the class it's broken up, which it's going to be really great for you because the class is broken up into different segments. So you could, you, you choose to watch whatever you want. So instead of saying, here's a four hour class that you're going to watch, it's like, here's a two minute part on this, a three minute part on this. And then you pick and choose. I almost say it's like a takeout menu. So you're like, okay, I'll take two, I'll take one class on NICU. I'll take one on breast part, breast pump uh-huh. parts, and then you right. watch what you watch, and then you continue to watch it whenever. But we're going to get you on your feet better. But not even with the class, and truthfully, even with all the support in the NICU, not everybody is going to have success. There's a lot of reasons, right. especially for preemies. And for those of you who are listening that just heard Casey say that they're like, here's a pump pump, it's because breast milk is deemed medically necessary for premature babies. So it's almost like medication 
for children right. that are in the NICU as opposed to just being like, oh, it's food. It's just breast milk. You do need right. to get started. And also, since we can't have our babies to our breasts as often as we'd like, it is more difficult for, you know, that whole process to start. So I think, yes. honestly, I do think if that's something you want to do, I think that you have a really good shot of it happening this time, NICU or not. Because yes, there I, is, I hope so. It's a huge piece of education that I got to tell you the truth. I didn't have either, which is why we created this for Twiniversity. I wanted to be like this super lactation mama, and I wanted to walk through the streets of New York City with my babies <laughs> drinking on my bosom as I shopped for <laughs> fresh oranges. And right. I was like, "What is happening? Nobody wants a latch. They're too tiny. My boobs are too big." So yeah, mm-hmm. we're we're gonna get that covered. So that's gonna be. I'm. I know. I I could confidently say that will be better for you. Because of us. We got you covered on that. Now, as far as, oh, it's, please, it's, I'm happy that it exists for you right now more than I've ever been happy about making that class. So the next thing I have is how is this affecting your family life? Like how, what are you going to do about the dynamics of your family? How are you going to work with your husband? How are you going to spend time with your twins? Let me overwhelm you with all the things that you have to do right now. I know it's, it's a big, big thought. Um, I think because we have a set of twins already, I think my husband very quickly and my family members, you know, extended family as well, um, kind of realized like the way they have to help out, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a lot more than, than maybe they would have to otherwise. And so kind of that expectation very early on, like, Hey, you're going to be up in the middle of the night too. And you have to be very comfortable with changing diapers anytime. And, um, so kind of expecting that, uh, from the beginning, Um, but I think, you know, now the dynamic is so different with, with two already in the house and so kind of navigating attention. And, um, I think that's going to be a new challenge for us. But, um, like I said before, kind of making it very clear what my needs are, um, what I need from my spouse and from family members, because, you know, they, I feel most family members are, are eager and willing to help out. They just mm-hmm. don't know how. Oh, absolutely. Um, so kind of just clarifying like, hey, this is kind of what life is like for us. So here's how you can help. Oh, my God. Can I tell you Easy another trick. thing that we have that I don't mean to make this like a 20 commercial, but apparently there's <laughs> like I realize that you are my target person. You are who I am trying to reach. So on the Twiniversity website, there's a thing called a, a twin family chore chart. Uh-huh. And so what it is, it's basically that. It's a chore chart that you put on your refrigerator, but it's not for the kids. It's for your family to help out after That's you're born. Idea. Yeah. Oh, no. I already did it. I already invented <laughs> this. This is a Natalie Diaz invention. Because uh-huh. when my – and that I found the same thing. Like I would have all these people in my house and everybody wants to be baby, baby, baby. But I don't need uh-huh. help with the babies. I need you to put a load of laundry in. I need you to go yes. buy me milk. Like these right. are the things that I need. So I create created a chore chart. And I also did it for the people that have a hard time asking for help. Like you were saying, not everybody wants to. So instead of actually asking, you could literally just circle the things that need to be done. And maybe your father-in-law doesn't feel comfortable washing your dirty underwear, but has no problem (laughs) taking your car for an oil change. Right, not to be right. like super like sextus and be like, oh, he could only take the car. But, you know, it's true. <laughs> not everybody is comfortable doing everything for you. So we made a chore chart so that people don't have to have that d- uncomfortable discussion. So because right, everybody right. really does want to help. Oh, I, I think that you are winning this. And do you know there's a hashtag twins twice on Instagram? Uh, 
I need so, to explore that. <laughs> it's more common than people think. And I feel like we need to like come out of the closet about it because if people know like, right. hey, listen, and even for our, my IVF moms, the ones that, you know, went through everything and had IVF and they're like, okay, well, you know, technically those weren't natural twins. You know, those weren't biologically natural. Um, right. You still, let me tell you something, every year that you wait or even if you have this incidence of twinning, Holy moly. You know, you could have, we have a, a twin mom. Well, I shouldn't even tell you the rest of the story. We have a twin mom in <laughs> Buffalo. Her name is Phoebe. If you look uh -huh. up Phoebe on the Twiniversity website, it'll make you feel better about your life. Phoebe uh -huh. has triplets. <laughs> then she oh, has twins. Lord. Then she has a slew of singletons. She just was wow. trying to have a girl. She just wanted a girl. <laughs> and she kept rolling the dice on these uh -huh. and just boys, boys, boys. And finally, she got her little chick. It oh. was, but how many are you going to have, Phoebe? How many are you going to have before <laughs> you have a girl? So she has seven kids in total. Wow. So she is an, she's a Duggar vehicle ready uh, to be right. dispatched. So, yeah. Right. So now what are the most things you're, you're, you're kind of like, I'm dreading this time around, but I know that they're going to come. So we already talked about the delivery, right? So that's right. something you were dreading. We already yeah. talked about breastfeeding. Is there anything else that you're like, okay, this did not go as planned, but now it's my do over. Right. That's a great question. Um, you know, I think I was so worried the first time about kind of just like getting the hang of things, making sure they made it home that I didn't, I don't think I enjoyed that newborn, mm -hmm. you know, twins are amazing phase that I could have. And so I think this time around, like, it's obviously going to be crazy and nuts and terrifying. Um, but really just enjoying, enjoying newborns, um, getting to meet them and see their, their personalities and um, just like, like you were saying before, just stopping and smelling the roses, yeah. you know, because I was so, so traumatized and so scared the first time around that I, I didn't get to enjoy it as much as I, I wish I would have. Now, riddle me this, bad girl. <laughs> what the hell are you going to do about a stroller? You know, like there's, there's, there are a few, by the way. So, you know, this company right. foundations makes a quad stroller and, right. uh, I don't know. I mean, I know that Keens makes a few buggies, but your babies are going to be too little for those. What are you going to do about this? What's the, what's the plan? I mean, I know what I would do, but what would you do in this situation? I think in a, you know, my husband and I always laugh. I think we've just accepted that maybe for the first little while, we are not going to see the light of day outside. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and it was funny. I, I got an ad on uh, Facebook the other day for a six, six child stroller. And I just had to laugh. They, they knew my situation, oh my I God. guess, but that's hilarious. <laughs> but they exist, I guess. But I think, uh, we have a, we have a double stroller that works with the, just clicking the, the car seats in. Okay. Um, and then we have kind of a more portable double stroller. Not that those will both easily fit into our car, but, um, I think it's going to kind of be divide and conquer for a little while. You know, when I need to get out with the, the little ones, I'll take the, yeah. the clicking one and then my husband will take the boys to the park and the other one will kind of divide up tasks for a little while. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Well, I know of a few good triples, but there's also the Juvie Big Caboose, which isn't expensive, by the way. It's actually probably the most affordable. So I'm going to okay. check to see if it accommodates two infant seats because then you could technically put a big kid in the front, a car seat in the second, a big kid on the back seat, and then wear one. 
So that oh, will be a, a little um, sideshow uh, of you walking down the street. I think that <laughs> right. there should always be like somebody walking in front of you, like playing a trumpet, and then there should be little monkeys <laughs> following behind yes, with cups perfect. for donations. Yeah, I yes. think this should happen. There should always be streamers, confetti, cannons. Oh, absolutely. Because everybody's going to be looking at you with your yes. four under two. Oh, my God. I am right. so... <laughs> I'm so excited for you, and I know this sounds scary, but in you know in my universe, this is not as uncommon. So right. for like where most people, although I do shield myself from the truth and cover my <laughs> eyes, I am I've seen this so many times before, and I actually know that it is going to be so much more fun. You know what your biggest problem is going to be? I'm going to tell. I know What's what your it? biggest problem is. Uh-huh. Your kids are never going to believe that singletons exist. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so when they're raised as two sets of twins, you will literally have to sit down and have a discussion and explain to them that, hey, guys, you know, babies are typically born one at a time. <laughs> they will have yes. no. And if and the next thing is, is when your friends or family give birth to a singleton, they will search the house for that second child. Oh, and think absolutely. That it was left at the fire department, which is. Uh-huh. Who left that other baby there? So this right. is the, if the, and if this is your biggest problem, let's forget. Let's totally forget those college tuitions because God bless uh-huh. city and state colleges. <laughs> Thank yeah. God for public school. You could always homeschool. Uh-huh. At this point, yep. you might as well just consider it. I mean, it's it's not the craziest idea I've ever had. You'll have certainly less uh, bronchial infections from the carrier monkeys in a, a truthful, you know, right. in a public school. Absolutely. <laughs> but you have so much awesomeness ahead of you, and I would. Be be honored if you would let me follow up with you with a podcast about every six months to see I how things are going. Oh my gosh. Even if it's yeah. like, at least I know that for one hour I could have peace. And then you tell yes. your whole family, I'm doing something very important with Twiniversity. <laughs> We're documenting this. <laughs> and think how cool this is going to be for when your twins actually listen to this. Oh, yes. And I can't they wait. say, so I would love if you would send them a message because this is going to be online. This is like your children from the future are going to be listening to this right now. What do right. you have to say to all four of them? Oh, wow. Well, I guess I have just been overwhelmed, you know, these past two years, but also just these past few months that I've been contemplating another set of twins, how much of a miracle and amazing experience that twins are. And I think um, they will have the opportunity to have such a unique bond throughout their life. And so getting to really enjoy that, to be grateful for that. Um, and also to appreciate me for what I've gone through. <laughs> and, I, and I say that as a joke, but also in truth, um, that, yeah, it's, it's going to be so different than other family dynamics, but it's going to be amazing. And I think um, them getting to experience that together is going to be amazing for me to watch and great for them to experience. So I think they have a lot of good things ahead. They do. And guys, I know that you can't see her face right now, but I am going to tell you that during the whole time that me and your mom have been talking, while (laughs) there is a sense of utter fear in her eyes, there's actually a sense (laughs) of utter joy and acceptance. 
and yeah. her smile is radiant and like she says appreciate her i'm telling you she is not <laughs> joking you will take her for granted so much you have no idea so if you're going to listen to your aunt nat your aunt nat is going to tell you make sure that you call her and when you meet uh you know a have a new girlfriend or a new boyfriend or whatever you choose to have in your life we're fine with it mm-hmm. we still love you just the same but uh-huh. please just make sure you don't forget her because she's really going through it and she's really doing it just for you so that's my message to uh the 820s that will be here i casey (laughs) i am so thankful for you and i'm so this this worked out so wonderfully so the babies are going to get here in a few weeks i'm ready for them i will start boiling the water and ripping up sheets (laughs) i'm gonna do this i'm ready i'm scrubbing in to this whole adventure so the next time we talk to you they'll be here and yes. you you probably won't look as neat. You are very put together oh, right now. <laughs> so I'm hoping you look a little more frantic because you're way, way too put together right now. And you look so beautiful. And I'm so excited. Oh. And, and really, so you got the breastfeeding class coming to you. I also want to know if you want to take our online class as my guest as well. I would love so to do that. So we'll get you that. I'm going to buy you a rock and play. We're going to get you a carrier. We're going to get you set up. And I, I really, I, you like we said, Casey said, you got to accept help when it's offered. So we're saying let us help you so this is it so Casey for now if we need more information on Casey and Casey I'm hoping that you are definitely charting this journey it's just CaseyBailey.com and that's K-A-S-E-E Bailey.com so Mm -hmm. go to her website and if you have any more questions for Casey just email us at community at twiniversity.com and if you want to join Casey with our breastfeeding class and of course our online or in-person classes just go to our website everything is literally everything is there for you so for now guys thank you so much for listening and casey thank you so much for being a part of our community thank you for having me i appreciate it oh it's our pleasure all right guys until next time we hope that you enjoyed this podcast don't forget to subscribe because we have a lot more to come for you so see you later alligators thanks for listening